0: And a fairly harrowing profile in the Toronto Star paints a picture of a chain of affordable homes for Ontarians that appears to have left some of their clients in need. I'm lawyering myself very carefully because I don't want to get myself into trouble. But, you know, one of the places they zero in on is a place called Walnut Manor. And as it's described here, these kinds of homes are for people who aren't sick enough, or frail enough or disabled enough to be in a long-term care home, but they also can't just live on their own. So it's this funny spot in the market of housing for disadvantaged people that at least one businessman has been taking advantage of, and some people think taking advantage too much. All of that as an introduction to MPP, Jeff Birch, who joins us now to talk about the issue. Good morning. Good morning. Is it the actual sort of um, type of housing that is a problem here or is this one allegedly bad operator?
1: Well, it's both, actually. So the the type of housing, you actually described it quite well. It's uh, a private uh, communal uh, type setting where uh, vulnerable uh, folks find themselves uh, anywhere from, you know, people with physical challenges to uh, seniors who don't get into long-term care and uh, people with uh, mental health and addictions problems and uh, who can't afford anything else. So they end up in these uh, affordable or um, supportive living homes. And uh, one uh, operator in particular that we've been dealing with, uh, these homes, as the Toronto Star reported, have some uh, horrible conditions, uh, everything from not enough food to uh, rat and bed bug infestations. There have been deaths uh, due to uh, lack of uh, fire uh, safety uh, protocols. So... um, these homes are completely unregulated and have no kind of uh, complaint or uh, inspection protocol. So that's what my bill is trying to do. It's just trying to have them licensed and to make sure that uh, there's a complaint uh, protocol and that they can be inspected uh, if there are problems so that uh, people aren't living in these horrible conditions or even uh, dying, uh, as has been the case.
0: Well, and the as a business model, it must be somewhat attractive because the money, the disability pension, for example, that would normally go to the individual and then they would find shelter, that money goes directly to the owner of the home. Yeah, in many cases, that's exactly what's happening.
1: And we've even uncovered uh, situations where, for example, people have, uh, you know, the, the owner's Going and buying cigarettes uh, for them and charging them extra money, or they're um, they're administering uh, or or acting as a pharmacy uh, for their medications and with a company that they own, and so making profits off of the the drugs that uh, that people need to be taking. So uh, they're being taken advantage of in all kinds of different ways, and we've been pretty uh, open with the media, and uh, the Toronto started an excellent job reporting on many of those situations that we're trying to
0: prevent. Now, the operator of Walnut Manor owns quite a few of these homes and yes. insists that he was once homeless, but he turned his life around and now he just lives to serve these individuals. Is he spinning a yarn there?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we're pretty careful that we don't make accusations until we have proof. And uh, once again, the Toronto started an excellent job. It was a, an investigative report, and there are all kinds of pictures and uh, firsthand uh, reports of uh, folks being taken advantage of. We have uh, we have examples of people who are actually starving, uh, horrible infestations of uh, rats and bed bugs. Uh, food that's inedible, and uh, and people who have uh, been former employees who have uh, have uh, reported uh, these situations to us. So we have uh, plenty of evidence, and uh, we have uh, one of the reasons we have uh, all of the. The uh, fire uh, services uh, backing us up on this is because they've inspected these uh, facilities, and uh, one where uh, a person died, and uh, they're they're not being kept safe as well from uh, from fire hazards. So uh, we have plenty of evidence and. Uh, We're hoping to convince the Conservative government to make this a priority. Uh, My bill uh, failed in the last session because they didn't call it forward. Uh, They didn't prioritize it. So uh, I have to reintroduce it uh, this term uh, and try and uh, make sure it's a priority for the government. It's not a partisan issue. Uh, We're just trying to protect these vulnerable individuals who, who live in these
0: homes. Thank you very much for this. Good luck. Thanks very much. Appreciate the coverage. NDP MPP Jeff Birch. His writing includes the cities of Welland, Port Colborne, and Thorle. Uh One of the homes we were referencing is in that particular writing. But, you know, this is one of those times where, thanks to uh, some great feature writing and investigative reporting at the Toronto Star, you learn about things that you may never have been aware of. At least I wasn't. I didn't know that there was this sort of gray zone in what... Can be called the industry that there are long-term care homes which have to be licensed and are inspected. Um, and then there are people who receive disability but they look after themselves and they may be in support of housing, but there's, you know, uh, it's not really like a, a long-term care home. But in this case, it's just this guy who is allegedly creating slums, moving people in, banking the money. Um, providing them with uh, very, very little of the support that they need. And as the MPP says, at least one person died. Some of these places are rat infested. And uh, in some cases, the fire department says that these homes are unsafe. So uh, one hopes this is an example, I think, of an opposition initiative that is very much worth paying attention to and probably worth being passed. Let's hope the government's listening.